0: This is the Ring of Honor, a.k.a. Shane T, boy, the baddest champion you ever seen, boy. This is Mr. Anderson. This is good old J.R. Jim Rock, and you are listening. You're listening to Knockouts
1: and Three Counts. Hover! Hover! We got it to
2: be a world champion! That might be one, one of the craziest knockouts I've ever seen in my life. Knockouts and Three
0: Counts is the podcast. It's a real deal, baby. Knockouts and Three Counts starts now. up no it is a thursday and i get to luckily be off tomorrow but this is knockouts three counts and shit i'm fucking tired but now that he's done giving himself strawberries we got the return of Corey is coming back to the show
2: and uh yeah didn't give him to myself baby the life the life chose me you know but but hey, glad life chose to give you strawberries. Yeah.
0: strawberries what up though no, chris just glad to have you back, dude. You know what I'm saying? So, how the fuck of how the fuck first of all did you manage to fucking end up fucking ripping your fucking arms apart? Well, I
2: mean, honestly, I would I, I there's still people I haven't had the phone call with, so i not rather not uh discuss it on here. Uh-oh. We can discuss it after the fact if we want to go that way, but <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Just all I'm saying is, uh, look twice for motorcyclists, please just look twice for yes. motorcyclists
0: hey, we already uh we already done talked about this. this is why my part of the we will not have a bike because I am not so much worried about what I would do with said bike I'm more worried about I'm more worried about the shit that happens around me, so I'm gonna just keep my happy ass in a jeep for a while, so that uh <laughs> I think that's going to be my mode of transportation, but you know, we're all still alive. We're all still here and breathing. Uh, we got a lot of shit to talk about. There's a lot of stuff going down this weekend. If you're going to be there tomorrow night, ring the bell. We will be in this bitch for circle six gang green. Hopefully I don't come home with gang green. Uh, yeah. If you're going to be at gang green, like I said, we'll be there. Uh, I actually got the day off, so I don't got to lie about being there. I will be in this bitch. So, uh, Yeah, man, looking forward to tomorrow, and uh, like Corey said, even though it's my off day, something tells me I'm still going to be running all over the place. But yeah, that pretty much sums up my fucking Friday. Uh, There's uh, some fights we got to talk about here, man. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world of MMA, so Corey, since you've been uh, doing your thing... Healing your arms up, you know, trying to and didn't take my advice on the cowboy Bob Orton uh cast <laughs> shit. Uh tell me what the hell you're thinking. Glad I didn't. What, do glad got I didn't the the what are you guys in the world What are you what are you talking about? Glad I didn't uh, need a cast. You should have wrapped
1: it up anyway for a fact. Maybe you can start hitting people with it. You know what I mean? One of the kids but, get out of line, just give them a little
2: bap. Man. I mean, I feel like I missed a lot, right, between both the wrestling world and the uh, MMA scene from at least a talking standpoint. I feel like with with all the uh, fight announcements, the fact that we got UFC London coming in hot this weekend, the fact that UFC uh, Long Island lived up to expectations, really, except for the main event. Everything else was, you know, pretty fire-ass card. I. I don't know, boys. I mean, you guys tell me. I feel like I missed a lot over the last week and a half,
1: two weeks. I mean, you did miss a lot, but you know, as far as there's MMA... plenty to
0: cover in the world of wrestling. But I mean, like yeah. I said, I mean, uh, we've got uh, we got some fights going down this weekend. I'm interested to see what happens on UFC London. Hopefully, I can hit another one of these Let's... parlays real quick and <laughs> win me another hundred bucks. What you know? What fight?
2: What fight are you guys most anticipated for? Because honestly. All right, here, we'll we'll come in hot real quick. So my honest opinion, right, is Patty the Batty was entertaining and is entertaining, and I'm going to continue to watch, but I wasn't on the hype train, right? But now you get this fight, right? You get the twerker versus the teabagger. And then <laughs> that was pretty fucking weird, I'm at, not going to lie. <laughs> they're both going at each other publicly talking about whoever wins is basically getting one of the worst celebrations you can have either way uh, done against you. It, it it has definitely raised my level of uh, anticipation. And I was already kind of genuinely excited. I had talked about it when this fight was first announced that Jordan Levitt's no joke. He's not like some, you know, fly by UFC fighter that, you know, nobody knows of or anything. He has legitimate wins and stuff and both knockouts and submissions. So I, I'm excited for the matchup and then with all the trash talk being thrown back and forth, man, it, it's definitely raised my level of, uh, anticipation, you know, tenfold.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm with you on that. I mean, I, I think that the fight I'm most looking forward to probably is going to be Aspinall and, uh, Aspinall and, uh, and David. yes, I couldn't spit that out for some <laughs> reason, but Aspinall and blades, I'm looking forward to that fight. I'm I'm up in the air, right? Because going into it, I've been playing the parlays on the last few fights. But here's the thing: so this fight worries me because I think Aspinall's got like that That's that young incredible. buck power that he's putting everybody out. But now that I see they got Blades as the underdog, I think I think really? my money's going on Curtis Blades wow. in the parlay because if he can take him down and and lay on him which i think is going to be what curtis blades tries to do he doesn't even have uh, to just lay on him i
2: feel like curtis blades provides genuinely like when he i i can who did knock out in his last fight? dacus wasn't that yeah. docus that he knocked out he was genuinely looking better than Dawkins on the feet and Dawkins is known for his stand-up ability so i feel like Curtis Blades is not somebody to be slept on at all. And I feel like if you can get him my underdog money, man, I'm no gambling man myself, but that that sounds like it might be uh, worth it. We,
0: we need your help, man. Corey. You <laughs> no. can tell.
2: We're struggling on the parlays over here, damn it.
0: Hey, I won 100 bucks on the last one. I, the, the money I lost last week was what I originally put in, so I'm still doing all right
2: from watching a lot of these uh betting shows and stuff because i've had nothing better to do while laying around the house than to watch uh you know massive amounts of mma content is uh it seems like instead of doing like four or five leg parlays or if you're going to do them do a bunch of little ones that are like five dollars a piece and do Mm -hmm. six different parlays so you're not you're not all riding on one boat or what I was seeing a lot of is do like two or three flyby picks and just pick like six different versions of like three leg parlays that are just like, so-and-so by knockout, so-and-so by submission, so-and-so by this, so-and-so, you know, and that's what it seems like when I was watching like them announcing the big winners of the week and stuff is people turning, you know, $5, 10 bucks, or something in these little random three legs into something. So,
1: it There's from the non gambler's perspective ways that's ways to do it man yeah. it just it, it ain't always easy though you know you pick the guy that i need you pick the guy that's got like a three knockout win streak or something you're like oh I'm going to pick this guy by knockout and he ends up winning by decision and it's like okay yeah, yeah. screwed screw and that's it. Screw. that's
2: that's where you got to you know don't put all your eggs in the one basket you know it's like yeah you
1: know, best that's advice that's i can give play, you is man. look at my bets and don't do that
0: <laughs> and you you probably win <laughs> Hey, He's man, I thought I, but, I thought I I I thought was going to be good come the last UFC, but fucking Max Holloway had to go fuck that up for me. So, uh, yeah. yeah. What it is. Can't, can't I, win them all, I guess, right?
2: I, I'm genuinely surprised, though, going into this weekend's main event, though, that yet again I feel like the UFC was kind of – starting to do the bellator treatment where they were given some of these uh prospects and stuff more favorable matchups and stuff like that and trying to more build these guys names up and stuff but if you just look at the more recent announce uh fight announcements and stuff like that even what we have this weekend in the main event with uh aspinall and curtis Bladesman i feel like they're taking these guys and they're like okay well you know, you did it, you won the five fights or whatever, you won the four or five fights that, you know, we feel as though you're ready, so now here you go. Mm-hmm. Here's, like, the very top of the division, like, you know, Sugar Sean versus Petreon, you know, like, it doesn't get, it doesn't get more of a here-you-go fight than that, so I feel like they're definitely, I don't know, they're definitely taking a step in the, Damn. <laughs> in the right direction, you know.
0: There is no way Jordan Twerker lived in his tree. I know. <laughs> I said, his the wife is a I decoy.
2: I was <laughs> Uh, saying that the other day on the fucking Xbox, Xbox. I'm not going to lie.
0: It did sound pretty suspect, too. Like, the way he was saying it, too. Like, at least Patty was like, bro, I'm going to teabag hey. you like Modern Warfare 2 out here, hey. son. <laughs> and
2: no, dis- no disrespect, because I, I like Jordan Leavitt. He's an entertaining fighter. I've watched his interviews and shit. He's, like, a thoughtful person and shit like that. So you do you, man. I have no issue with it. It's just hilarious that that's what he chooses to do as, like, a celebration and at- is, i think is. It, i think i've even brought it up on the show before i mean just i'm just gonna say to if, me, if right? i were a guy just...
0: that fought him and lost and he twerked over top of me i'd be <laughs> like wake i up. i, I eyes, might be the, i might be the next paul semtex daily i'm just saying <laughs> your eyes
2: are just was... cracking open and all you see is them cheeks <laughs> just shaking <laughs> Just shaking it. He, he bounces. Do you remember when he hit the full split? Like the full yeah, split yeah, dude. and hit, dropped it down and then shook it on somebody? Oh, God. Like,
1: I would fucking lose my shit. What are I'd we going to so do? mad. What, yep.
2: what are we going to do with Patty the baddie I well this weekend? His hair bloodied up. <laughs> In a mop on the ground while Jordan Levitt's oh, fucking hitting God. the splits. What are we gonna do, man? There's this so weekend. many
1: variations of knockouts and three counts after dark. People have no idea. Apparently,
0: <laughs> look, man, I'm I'm gonna just put it this way. I mean, dude, I think Jordan Levitt is gonna be a bigger test for Patty, but I still think mm-hmm. Patty is gonna smash this fucking guy, dude. I really do. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we talked about that. Right
1: we talked about that at the beginning of the of the year. Remember we were talking about our uh, our prospects. Patty was my pick for prospect of the year. So now I will say Patty needs
0: to tighten it up. Like Patty's taking a lot more damage than he should, but I, I don't think that leave. I don't think that Levitt is carrying the same kind of power that I I mean, this
2: is, I mean, this is zero disrespect, but I feel like it's the Ian, Ian Gary thing, right? Where he's like a top level European potential star. Right. But they, their skills are not quite to the level where their star potential is at the moment. You could even say it for like a Darren Till as well. Like, he, he, him, maybe less so because he's worked his way up to a title fight and stuff like that. But I, I feel like for so many of these guys, they, you, the UFC talks about it all the time. It, these guys over there, they have a whole country of support. Like, you see it when Yuri uh, Prohoshka just won the belt. Like, literally the whole country was out there celebrating the fact that he came home with a title belt. Like, you just don't see that type of level of support here. Right. Like, okay, cool. Your big level guys and stuff can sell out a 20,000, you know, person arena. Over there, they can literally get 45,000 people to show up for a parade for them. You know, it's like the level That's of true. support's just different. So these guys they get you know this push and i feel like that's where we're gonna see patty come this weekend is once they reach that level of like stiffer competition i feel like this fight very well could be that is they're gonna maybe still get the win like ian very still looked great in my opinion i used him as the example for this reason he still looked great he's still been able to get these wins but it hasn't been this like amazing snowball roll knockout session that he thought it was going to be, you know, coming into it. And And, and I'm not saying
0: that I think Patty's going to blow, leave it out either, but I just, Patty strikes me, even though he's definitely got to tighten up his defense for sure, because he takes too many shots. I mean, the thing about Patty is he's got that advantage of being able to go in there and he can talk motherfuckers into the seats. And when he gets in there, he's not afraid to fight. So even if he does lose and takes a win early in his UFC career, I see him being a lot like a Conor McGregor of sorts, just in the sense that because he can run his mouth and on a lot of occasions backs it up, I think, I don't, I just don't, I don't think it hurts him too bad.
2: How great would this be if it ends up being the next uh, Diaz McGregor? Jordan <laughs> Levitt versus Patty the Bat. What? We're going we seeing see teabags and twerking, dude, for the
0: next few years, man. I just wins, feel like dude, they're gonna, gonna have the like they're, they're gonna have security ever. all around the cage and shit.
2: <laughs> if he wins, yeah. there's literally gonna be a highlight forever. Oh god. Every time anything with Jordan Levitt comes up of him just shaking that ass right above <laughs> Patty's face. I, it's like I have a feeling that Jordan Levitt's going to be a tougher test in this fight than a lot of people anticipate. Oh, I think he's going to be a a
0: tough test.
2: Don't get it. You're a betting man yourself, so I'm curious what the lines are on that fight because a lot of these UK fighters are getting a lot of support, you know, betting
0: line wise. Uh, I I mean, Jordan Levitt is a plus 200.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Plus 215
1: on DraftKings right now.
2: Yeah. Hey.
1: Hey.
2: I I don't think it's – No, man. Yeah. What do they constitute that as as he's supposed to win, like, two out of the ten times or something like that? How they equate the odds or some dumb shit. But I feel like he's got a lot better shot than, you know, I don't know. I feel like a couple dollars wouldn't – I mean either way, right? The the way you know, the show that he puts on if he does win is worth you throwing a couple dollars yeah, at it, right? Yeah, and, dude, yeah.
1: I'm gonna be sitting, I'm gonna be watching these fights, dude. I'm probably gonna be I'm probably gonna bet on the entire main card. I'm gonna try to parlay the entire main card because that's just that's just what I do. But just, there's just like there's, the, there's uh uh Hermanson versus Chris Curtis, right? I sure. like that fight. That's, that's an interesting fight. fight. I'm and going also, Chris Curtis all day. Nikita, on that one. Nikita Krylov versus Gustafson is also on that
0: main card too. So that's no, dude, it's not. Is, are
1: you, I'm pretty sure it is. Last
0: time I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. Paul Craig oh, versus Volkan Ozdemir. Hannah Goldie versus Molly McCann. Nikita. Or, yeah, you're right. It is Krylov <laughs> and Gustafson. I well, no, I just <laughs> scrolled down back to the bottom. Yeah. So
1: so dude, another another fight. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Man, I don't think the Gustafson return Gustafson... And well, I love a, that guy.
0: I love that guy. Gustafson's really? the underdog in it too, yeah. dude.
1: Yeah, and Gustafson's a, a close underdog, man. So
0: it's a lot of money to be won. Especially, I don't really see Gustafson guy. winning that fight, to be honest. But
2: oh, really? I don't either. I feel but, like Nikita hey. Krylov is somebody that can be
0: beat. He's oh, he can be beat. But yeah. I'm just saying, I haven't seen Gustafson put together that Gustafson form in so long. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I gotta see him do it. I mean, if he fights like he That's can fight, sure, he can beat anybody.
1: Right. Yeah, we'll see, man. That length on Gustafson's incredible. So we'll see how he works that.
2: That's one thing I love about this, uh, about the UFC, is the fact that now we're finally starting to get that ball rolling. Like I had mentioned, you know, last week with uh, Long Island, a couple weeks back with UFC Austin and stuff like that. Finally, starting to get these cards on the road. You know, get. fans in seats to actually watch them it just makes the event feel that much more special again it really does like when you get to hear you know how crazy the uh the fans went for tom aspinall last time he made his walk out there like the whole arena was just yelling his name yeah
0: came up with a little it's gonna be
2: wild but it's gonna
0: be wild but do you think that that's gonna play a difference for him against somebody like blades who are you taking blades are aspinall
2: i mean if i was a betting man i'd probably put it my money on curtis blades especially if he him being an underdog but i feel like this i don't know my my heart pick is you know aspinall i am i think aspinall, man, i think aspinall
0: i think aspinall's got a good chance of winning but
2: he's got the jujitsu he's got he's I, feel like I haven't really seen like, too much of his jujitsu yet, so he'll be well he got the freaking uh straight arm lock or whatever it was on Volkov in his last fight. Literally that's yeah. how he won against Volkov. Mm. But I, Yeah,
0: but
1: I, look I'll, I'll tell you what I'll admit it right it. here. I'll admit it right here, right now. I've never ever once picked Aspinall to win a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I've regretted it every fucking time. So I,
0: think I gotta I
1: gotta <laughs> I, think it. All,
0: I think got Aspinall might be the next guy at heavyweight. Like I'm not arguing that at all. Uh I'm as far accurate. as who I think is gonna win this one though, I think I think Curtis Blades is gonna get it. All right.
2: <laughs> it would be It would be very upsetting for the UFC if he was able to go over to London and pull off the victory against the hometown boy. Is it though? If he goes over
0: there and fights like he did in his last fight,
2: if I'm,
0: if he fights like that, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, who expected him to do that to Dacus in the first place?
2: Yeah. And that's because he, and he had self admittedly after the fight said that the criticism had got to me and I'm sick of being called a boring fighter. So I went out there and showed somebody who's the boring fighter now type, you know, like mentality. So, I don't. So to I'm do going we, with do blades. We continue to see that. <laughs>
0: I I agree. I feel like okay. it'll
2: probably end up being blades in the long run. But the heart wants to pick. Uh, oh, I agree. Day, I I, I, want I
0: want to say play. Aspinall, but I think I think Blades is gonna win this one. Who do you got, J Bone? I'm breaking the curse this weekend, man. Like
1: I said, I've never picked Aspinall in any other fight ever. There's something just, about the guy. I just don't. Fucking, I just don't like him. But breaking the curse <laughs> this weekend, I'm taking Aspinall, dude.
2: All us. right, this is, of all the fights to take him in, this is know, the right? toughest one for <laughs> I him. I right? Like, you know? Uh, yeah, I got him, for sure. He's got uh, no Curtis. The next Waves, fight the best, you got. The best wrestler in the division? Yeah, he's got this all day long. <laughs> got this.
0: Well, the next fight they got, they got Hermanson and Chris Curtis. I have been singing the praises of Chris Curtis for a while. I'm going with Chris Curtis in this one.
2: I'm so surprised of the ascension that he's made from his PFL, Bellator, you know, World Series of Fighting Days and stuff. Where we see him now is, it's just a genuine skyrocket. I mean, he's co maining one of the best, you know, like I had mentioned, we'll have to see how the fight night plays out and stuff like that. But these London cards are stacked for a reason. I mean, like you can go all the way deep into the prelims and find fucking bangers on this fight. Yeah. but. <laughs> That being said, Chris Curtis, man, he got this great position. Talk about a way to step in. And I feel like this, of all the top-level talent in the division, except for Darren Till, the person he stepped in for, I feel like both of the people that were scheduled to fight would be great matchups for him. And now he ends up taking on Hermanson. I feel like Hermanson's going to struggle to get him down. And I feel like it's going to be – I feel like Hermanson really looked good on his ascension but has since had a couple major holes, you know, shown in his game. I think Chris, I think and, that's why Chris yeah. Curtis
0: is going to capitalize. Yeah.
2: That's exactly where I feel like Chris Curtis is going to have his moments in that fight to, you know, capitalize on those, you know, holes that have been showcased.
0: All right, so two for Curtis. Who do you got? I'm with you boys, man.
1: I think I think Hermanson's going to really struggle against him, man, so I'm taking Curtis.
2: It, all, okay. it, all, it right. all depends on them takedowns, really. If he's, he's, able, to he's, him, if he's, he's able, able to get him down, Hermanson's a really hard person to wrestle with once you are down. So, but I feel like his just his game is like sloth-like. If you're able to get past the like initial closeness, mm-hmm. you're 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 good. Yeah.
0: All right. So, who wins the next one? Is it going to be the teabag or the twerk? <laughs> ah,
2: <God. laughs> You know I like to see them females twerk, but uh, we're not talking about
0: females, sir.
2: <laughs> I know that's the problem, isn't it? Uh, man.
1: It's been <laughs> look, it's been a while since he's been on. Okay, some things have been going on. Let a, he's got to shake off the podcast for uh, us.
2: But oh no, that one was straight from the heart. That, that was real <laughs> as it gets, baby. But that being said, I don't know, man. I feel like like i said jordan levitt may be able to pull this one off man i feel like he's similar to him i feel like the ground maybe where this fight truly ends up playing out is who's the better ground fighter because both of them are skilled you know grapplers Uh, maybe they'll stand and bang with each other and you know skullsers don't get knocked out or whatever the hell patty said but at the same point, man, I I feel like Jordan Levitt showcased his striking skills in the UFC as well. But I don't know, Patty will probably get it done. But I wouldn't be surprised, man. I would not be surprised. Like I say,
0: who you got, J
1: Bone? Ah, man, I'm taking Levitt. I don't want to. I don't <laughs> want to. With hey, he's got what? He's got ten, but ten or eleven wins, six by submission. That's saying something, Woo. dude. So I'm gonna take him. I'm taking by sub. Ooh,
2: wow, that's what my heart secretly wants to see. That like it, it like just wants like to I, look. And, I like, love
1: Patty, dude. Like, like I said, that was my pick at the beginning of the year, prospect of the year. Hopefully, he does well. Hopefully, I'm wrong. But for the, this is this a bad? It looks like a bad matchup for him.
0: What up, though, Chris? I see you in here, Pastor Chris, up in here, Chris. Anytime you want to come up in here, man, you know what time it is. Come pick some fights with us, man. We were trying to discuss, is the guy that wants to teabag this guy, if he knocks him out, going to win, or is the guy that, you know, is trying to twerk over here? You know, I mean, uh, I don't know. Good. What do you, what do you think's the better win think, celebration? Maybe they'll be adding that to Fortnite splits. soon. Don't forget the fights, <laughs> bro. I feel like that is just as impressive as Hey, Fortnite. bro, yeah. I'm going, I'm going with Patty the Batty, bro. I'm going with Patty the Batty, bro. That's that. Oh, that's man. which way I'm going for this one. I, uh, It's going to be interesting, but this one and that Aspinall fight really kind of got me kind of not liking these picks, but uh, (laughs) Krylov versus Gustafson, you know, I want to say Gustafson because I love Gustafson. That fight with John Jones is one of my favorite fights I ever watched, but I got to go with Krylov on this one. Okay. Interesting pick because I feel like Krylov is the,
2: out of everybody that you're going to come back to in the top end of the division currently he's probably the most winnable fight his power isn't necessarily standoff crazy you know where he's one touch gonna put you to sleep more more than likely unless you get caught slipping you know his his ground game isn't overly impressive and stuff like that i feel like he's a solid fighter but i feel like that's what gus has always showcased that he's great at as being a solid fighter. He just he'll never be had tough and he'll home. stick
0: in there until the end. But I just I think that yeah. I think that Krylov's going to grind his ass out.
2: Yeah, I see. I hey, how like, long
0: how long has Gustafson been off?
2: Been yeah, well, minute. he 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 showcased. He came back at heavyweight and it didn't go his way against mm-hmm. Redouan. And then that. that was. I think that was two years ago now or something like that itself so it's been a while it's definitely been a that's why i say i think it
0: it all depends on what kind of gus steps in the cage but i think the ring rust against a guy like kryloff who's been fighting is going to be a problem. and then the
2: original the original matchup that was scheduled was supposed to be a heavyweight bout against rothwell and then rothwell just decided to leave the ufc instead and go fight for bare knuckles so (laughs) I I remember when that whole thing happened. That's a big-ass dude to be hitting him in the head,
0: just saying. Right.
2: Gus decided, well, you know, instead of fighting at heavyweight, I guess I'll do it at light heavyweight. So, I don't know. The whole thing's kind of uh, interesting, you know, dynamic. Do we see Gus at his best because of the move back down to 205? And, obviously, he had to die it back down to get here. So, Mm. I'm curious in that regard and stuff, but I – I feel like, to your point, Kyle, Krylov could definitely get this done just because he, the youth, the freshness, the more active active fighter, but he's, he's also on a skid, man. And I feel like negative momentum sometimes is worse than just being inactive. So, you know, you start to self-doubt and stuff like that. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like this is a very interesting fight. I wouldn't put money either way, but – I want to lean Gus. I feel like Gus has the better overall skills around, you know, the total of his MMA game.
0: All right. So I got Krylov. He's got Gus. Are you going with Krylov or Gus? I'm with you,
1: Kyle, man. I'm, I'm taking Krylov. I think he's going to grind him out. And, uh, you yeah, know, it is what it is. Ring rust is going to play a factor, man. Like we said, it's a thing. And Krylov's not. I mean, I know Gustafson's, what, 6'5"? Krylov's, what, 6'2", 6'3"? He's not, he's not a small guy. Yeah. the the length length ain't gonna do the you know it's not gonna be a whole much not big factor but i think he's gonna grind him out and wear him down for three rounds man i think crowd takes this one by decision
0: all right next you got hannah goldie and uh molly mccann look hannah goldie is never a bad thing on my tv screen uh but with that being said i think she's in for a tough one against meatball molly after those uh after that spinning back fist, I think she's coming in there with a vengeance. I'm I'm going with Meatball Molly on this one.
2: Yeah, you got to right. Hometown girl has the momentum behind her. Like I had said, I'm a I like Hannah Goldie for different reasons. I feel like and Kyle, Kyle loves him. A, I like both, be, but nice, I mean, why? Nice, beautiful, muscular woman. I'm not saying that. I like both, but what's wrong with that? But her her skills. I even talked about her jiu-jitsu
0: with Lindsay Snow because she was helping her get ready for a fight. So there, fuck you. I
2: I wasn't saying it in a bad way. I was (laughs) saying Kyle loves him some beautiful muscular women. Damn Skippy.
1: Damn Skippy. That
2: that being said, uh, I feel like she's, much as I am a fan of hers, I feel like she has showcased some ups and downs in the UFC where I feel like Molly McCann, she's been a – She's had one or two ball. losses, but she's been a wrecking ball as of late, and she's just coming in hot in every fight. And then, not only that, to fight her in her hometown, in the whole the way, the lead up, and every, I feel like you'd just be crazy to go against, you know, Molly McCann in this fight.
1: Hey, I'm with you guys, man. I'm taking McCann, I'm taking her by knockout. She's gonna ride that momentum, get you mm-hmm. another knockout, man.
0: Alright, and then the last card fight for the main card you got Paul the uh, Craig versus Volkan Odesdemir. The, the Bear Jew?
2: The old Bear Jew. I'm going the
0: with the Bear Jew.
2: I what a nickname. I always gotta highlight it every tiny fights because it's just yeah. It's a, it's great. But that being <laughs> said, I feel like this is gonna be an interesting fight yet again. Does is Volka uh, yeah, Volkov. Or, no, not Volkov. Volkin. Volkin. God, there's so many voles in the damn Russian <laughs> UFC. But uh, that being said, he I didn't say
0: his name was Khabib. Shut up.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, there's no Nagamadov in there, at least, right? But all right. That being said, I, I'm actually a big fan of it. I feel like no time is really going to uh, go in there and potentially shut down the takedowns. I feel like if Paul Craig's not able to take him down, it's going to be a tougher fight than uh, we've seen. He's looked a lot better as of late with his striking game. Like if you look back at his like second Shogun fight and stuff like that, but I feel like that was like a showcase type of fight when you're fighting Shogun at this stage of his career and stuff. So I, I don't know. I feel like he sometimes relies his, his ground game is absolutely amazing. But if, if, uh if no time is not willing to play on the ground with him i feel like this fight very well might go in his direction so i that's kind of the direction i'm leaning but i feel like uh i don't know paul craig he he always pulls it off somehow some way he always yeah. pulls it off so i just yeah. i would not advise picking against him cuz he he'll lose all Three rounds until 30 seconds left, and then get him in a triangle choke. So, I don't know, man. He he's pulled off some amazing subs before. So, this this is another one of those where I I just enjoy the match of making in this one. A lot of toss up fights. I'm excited to watch.
1: A lot of toss up fights.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Who you got? who'd you take? Did you take Craig?
2: I no I feel like uh no time is going to be able to get it done. Okay. I I keep fudging his name so I'm just going to well, keep calling him. I'm, go- I'm going against no you
1: man. I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Paul Craig. Uh, he he's won, look, he's won five of his last six. The sixth one was a draw. Dude's riding the wave of momentum, so I'm going to give it to mm-hmm. him man. Hopefully he can go in there and work his game, get that submission. Hell yeah, Craig, <laughs> win me some money, Craig. Win me some money.
2: Top-flight security bro. of the world, Craig.
0: Let's get that money. Oh, the world! <laughs> All right, well, you know who else is talking like i are on top of the world? Thank you guys for joining the stream. If you're new here, make sure you hit that subscribe button, share button, like button, throw in the comments. All right, before we get off the subject of MMA, they finally named Nate Mad Diaz up, last fight under the UFC uh, banner, or at least under this contract. Nate's been saying he would fight Shemayev for a while, but I don't know that this would have been the fight that he would have picked to go out on.
2: No, it can't be, right? There's no way that this was – if you had a lineup of people in front of him and he's like, hey, give me the young prospect that unless you're following current MMA, like casuals and stuff probably still don't necessarily know the name and stuff like that. And it's basically literally – like he had mentioned in the Ariel Hawaii interview that he did, that he they're trying to, oh, I'm nothing. I'm, you know, say to the media and stuff that I'm nothing. I can't win fights and stuff. But yet, everybody who they put up against me the very next fights went fighting for a title. And I feel like that's what they're trying to do again is, mm-hmm. you know, oh, Cosma, he beat, you know, he beat Nadia, so yeah, he's ready for a shot at the belt. It's like, now,
0: after that I, fight with Burns, I'm not, I mean, let's not act like if he didn't fight one of the top contenders at 170 that Shemayev wouldn't whoop their ass too, because to do that against Burns, yeah, Burns well, is not, a dog.
2: I'm not saying yeah. that he wouldn't be able to, I'm saying the fact that the UFC just did him dirty as shit and basically is trying to build this young guy's name that they do feel as though is going to be a new face of you know, the UFC and the face of overseas MMA and stuff like that. I mean, he showcased his skills. I completely agree with you, Kyle. I, I feel like this is going to be a lopsided fight, way worse than what we've seen in the Leon Edwards fight, and you're talking about the current number one contender that's about to fight for the belt. So I, I just... How do you do these vets it's so dirty? I know it's the fight game, right? We oh, I'll tell you why he's time. gonna do Nate he... that
0: dirty because they if what, what you hear is what you hear is true, they say they offered him McGregor, but Nate says he don't want that fight. I mean, let's face it, he's hoping that Dana's gotta be hoping that Shemaya beats the dog shit out of him. That way if he goes and does that boxing fight, he won't he won't be able if he, he won't be able to look uh look good against Jake Paul. But I don't know, man. I Just don't like this matchup for Nate, but then again, when you're talking about Nate Diaz, what happens when he pulls out another triangle and flips off the camera? Yeah, and then what's what? what I was
1: gonna say? What if though? Hey, hey yeah, yeah.
0: listen, if you had to pick
1: one guy to go out there and shock the world, you might want to pick Nate Diaz, yeah. right?
2: I don't oh, think hey, he's going to, right. but I'm just saying, yeah, I don't,
1: I don't odds think are he's so. not going to. But when, but if he does, we're all gonna be sitting here like, hey, you know what? Why did we go against Nate Diaz, right? My, you know what I mean? my so, question I know.
2: is my question is right because i feel like this being the fact that he finally got the fight it finally led up to the you know end of his contract and stuff like that we're probably going to end up seeing the inevitable now where it's going to be jake paul versus Nate diaz at some point right would you have rather seen this fight in between it or would you have rather just the ufc you know let him go or let him fight some vet that's you know going to win you know I feel like of all the people, you just literally fed him to the guy that calls himself the wolf. You didn't even feed him to the wolves. You fed him to the wolf, like literally, (laughs) literally like you're like, okay, you want to leave our promotion after, you know, you've done all this work basically by yourself. Like it doesn't the UFC does not do a great job of promoting ideas, but somehow. He has just this amazing following that you know buys every fight that he participates in. Because
0: Nate Diaz his is a star, here. that's and, why yeah. he's one of the few stars that you've got in the UFC. That's a star with or without the UFC. That's why it's so mind-boggling to me that Dana is so willing to just let him go because Nate is still a guy that even if he's not going to be fighting that maybe the top echelon level, you can't tell me that if he goes over to Bellator or or more importantly, I think he's gonna to try to go fight Jake Paul, that he's not gonna go make a bunch of bunch of fucking money. So I don't know, man. It's gonna be interesting to see where he plays out. You know, we talked about you know, Petrion and uh we talked about Petrion and O'Malley. I think O'Malley's trying to strike while the iron's hot. I think if I was Jared Rodriguez, I'd be <laughs> a little bit pissed because they're making it like he just beat him when in reality he he, he poked him in the eye, but boy if you're O'Malley, if there, I said this before we went on the air, if there was ever a time for him to catch Petreon slipping, I think now is the time to do that because petreon has got to know that for him to stay and keep his name up there with the TJ Dillashaw's and all of that, he's going to have to continue to win convincingly. And I think if there were ever a time for Sean O'Malley to come in there and shut somebody down now might be it. So I, I'm going to go wild card and I'm saying Sean O'Malley's going to pull an upset on this one.
2: I, I feel like it's a, like when I, when I, the, when the fight first, like became known to me, I was like, mind blown for a second. First off that it was actually a thing that O'Malley's, you know, side basically would accept this fight and that we're really getting you know i mean we'll see once everything plays out knock on some wood you know how mma gods are they'll pull a fight Mm -hmm. from us every week if they have to but that being said if the fight actually truly does play out man it really is if you look at like the top tier of 135 right now it's it's probably one of his best fights that he could get, other than like a dominant Cruz. I really thought he was gonna get a dominant Cruz. I felt like thought that too. was like I thought, was I thought nice. that was like the perfect fight where it was like the seasoned vet that everybody respects that could beat him. A true test fight and you know, we would have seen that route. But it, if you look at the rest of one thirty five, I mean are they gonna put him against Marab? I feel like Marab would be a terrible matchup for him. That that, you know, crazy style that he brings where it's just constant, you know, go at you and then take you down, take you down, wrestle, wrestle. Like Marab's hard to deal with. I don't feel like they would wanna give him that route. So if he's going to make this huge ascension towards the top of the division, which was kind of inevitable. As long as he kept putting on these performances, you know we we can say what we want about the Pedro Munoz fight. It was gonna go whichever way it was going to go, but we don't really know. And what we do know is that apparently the UFC took it as he won because now he's fighting a top level contender coming off of it. So <clears throat> I feel like Petreon's a winnable fight for O'Malley. I really do. It's it, the size advantage is gonna be a thing. I feel like. Jan doesn't rely on his wrestling the only time we've ever really seen him try to take people down whatsoever was when he was uh fighting Sandhagen Mm -hmm. and uh I don't know man I feel like it's a winnable fight because it's a kickboxer that's shorter but Petra Jan's got such a tight guard he's so like his hands are constantly here Unless unless he's able to, you know, which O'Malley's very sniper like and that's probably his best trait with his striking, but it's gonna be a it's a very interesting matchup, no matter which way it plays out. I'm glad that it is the fight that we're gonna see. Yeah,
1: Jan's got some bombs too though, man. Yan mm-hmm. Jan could end it just like that. And hey, I me personally I think I think it's a big step up in competition, maybe a little too much for O'Malley too soon. Like we said before went on the air, man, I'm taking Jan in that one. My early pick. It could always switch. You never know. I mean, it fucking goes back and forth. It depends on what DraftKings I mean, tells me to do. That's what it we,
2: is. Do you think Do you think <laughs> O'Malley could handle Corey Sandhagen? I feel like that would be a very tough fight, right?
0: And no, I think uh, it definitely be a tough fight. I think both of them are going to be right? tough fights. Yeah.
2: And I feel like Petra Jan didn't handle him by no means or nothing like that, but he definitely won the fight against Sanhagen. Sanhagen wasn't necessarily able to get a ton off. He almost looked like he was missing a lot of his strikes against somebody who appeared to be right there in guard, but was just able to move his head and just be slightly enough out of range against the taller, lengthier fighter. So, I don't know, man. I feel like this is a Hey. he got that, you know, Petri on just one fight ago before he lost to Aljamain Sterling was getting that boogeyman status at 135. And now all of a sudden Aljo beat him and everybody's like, ah, oh, he's, he's, you know, oh, he's not that great. But I feel like that's...
0: Oh, no, and I'm not by division. any means saying yeah. that because Aljo was able to come back and right his wrongs. I mean, Aljo was already in that spot as a top contender with or without what happened with the title. I just am saying... I think given the turn of events and how everything's been, it just would be a time to catch him slipping. Um, I don't know. Either way, it's definitely going to be a fight I want to see. Also, shout out to past guests of the show, Austin Bashy, getting ready to step back in the cage for Showtime Pettis Mm -hmm. and their promotion over there in Wisconsin. About to take home some of them cheeseheads money. That's what we're about to do over here. But in the meantime, there's a lot of shit going on in the wrestling world too, dude. Like – I guess the place of any to start. How J bone, where are you at with Ric Flair's Rast match at, at first? Because to be honest, I didn't know if I was going to get this, but I got to be honest. Conrad has put together one hell of a fucking card around this shit. And the undercard alone is almost worth me buying the fucking show.
1: Yeah, and it kind of, he's done a hell of a job. Look, so in the beginning, we talked about this before. In the beginning, I was like, no, no, Rick. <laughs> like I no, still man. am kind of on the fence with the no, no Rick, but the way the way that they have put on this man now to tag team match. Look, Jay Lethal it, is gonna be in the ring with him. We all know he trained him for the match. That's one of the more trusted guys. Like you feel a lot better having Jay Lethal involved in that match. Jeff Jarrett, veteran, also, you want you gotta trust stuff, people like that. You know what I mean? Think so about I'm, I'm this though. Now. I'm happier now that it's a tag team match. Whether it, you know, I did not want to see a singles match, and I just don't want to just get in there, get your hits in, and just get yeah, out of there, dude.
0: dude. Like, let's not.
1: Just, I don't want to see you take the, the the backdrop off the top rope. I don't want to see you do the. Oh, you
0: know he's going to. I know. The, I know he's going. Eagles
2: take stage. You you want literally just the greatest yeah. hits? Like, yes, play. Yeah. I, I,
0: I, I mean look I, I think a tag team match Toronto is a way over. better way to like I think a tag team match is way better a way better way to do this number one because it, it that way Rick can get in and do what Rick is good at and you don't got to worry as much about him getting hurt second yeah. of all like you said with the other people that are in that match you really couldn't have asked for much better people here's something to talk about what are your thoughts on the fact that literally in the same weekend, Now we all know that Jeff Jarrett's back working with WWE and shit again. This son of a bitch is going to be the special guest referee in the tag team title match between the Street Profits and the Usos at SummerSlam on Saturday. And then he's going to wrestle against Ric Flair on Sunday in the same city at StarCast. (laughs) You talk about living your best life in 2022. He's getting that WWE money. He's getting getting that, that Ric Flair money. Like, Jeff Jarrett's out here doing the damn thing. So what are your thoughts on Jeff Jarrett?
1: I'll tell you what, though. I would like to know how that – how did that happen? Like, because somebody is back to saying yes or no, right? So –
0: Well, I would imagine it's because Jarrett's probably on a Legends contract. He's not really on a talent contract anymore.
1: Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, good for him, man. Way to to stay involved. You know
0: what I mean? Well, I mean, look. Like you said, I think them doing this in a tag team match is a much safer way to go about it, number one. Number two, the fact that they got Andrade as his partner, with him being his real-life son-in-law, to go fight against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Now, I got to say, for as much as I was on the fence, we'll talk about the rest of the card in a second. But I got to admit, whether I want to be honest about it or not, those vignettes that they did, like the, yeah. the 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 countdown videos that they've been doing, like the lead-up to that, I'm not going to lie. Whoever they got filming those, kudos to you, sir. I'm yeah. sure it's probably got a lot to do with our buddy Dave Silva, but those have made me want to watch this shit just for the story. Although, Flair's promo, this is fucking family, and he's really good.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> hey, hey, I, the fact that he's I, already taking the blade did, in the parking lot too, man. He's just gushing blood out here. I'm like, oh, no, God, he was leaking. Didn't they didn't,
2: didn't they do this whole Ric Flair's big retirement thing like just like three years ago? Though oh, about five years, years ago. Time, No, dude, this,
1: yeah. like, four years yeah. ago he was about to die. Shit. Yeah, so what he did it he did it at WrestleMania
0: against He um, had the like, one in 08 and that was at WrestleMania 24. Well, yeah, and then he, the and then he went the the, then he went to TNA, right? And yeah. then he went and did his TNA run, and that was like oh nine to like
2: I just I feel like at this He game,
0: ain't been in the ring in a biggest, long time. Like yeah. it's not like he kept getting back in the ring.
2: No, I know, but my biggest issue is like it just feels like you're just milking the old man.
0: He was oh, making sure, totally. this big
2: old Well, he made this big old press run like over the last year of like, I'm going to go to all these events and I'm going to just take the mic and I'll be the, the old guy that comes and tells some stories and have everybody clap for me and I'll make my appearance fee and make my little money that way. And, you know, have my day, you know, and sail on into the sunset. And then I just feel like here we are. Yet again, like I say, probably at least eight months, a year removed from when like the whole press tour type of deal was happening, and he. But he he hasn't talked about having. Did get bored, or did somebody just come up to him saying, "Like, hey, man, I have this great idea where you could be in this tag match, and we'll we'll build it as your your final match and stuff like that." It's all Rick, dude.
0: It's all Rick. No, it's all Rick, it's dude. Like, I think it has it has a lot to do with like listening to him talk about. It. A lot of it has to do with like, and you hear a lot of people talk about it, especially the ones that have been in WWE and TNA. Like, you don't always know when your last match is going to be. I don't think, I don't think he was really happy with the way he went out in TNA. I think if he would have left it where it was after WrestleMania twenty four, he'd have been fine. But I don't think right. he was happy with what happened in TNA, and especially given the fact what happened with him having his his coma and all that shit. And I think, I think this has got more to do with Rick wanting to go out on his terms. Now, do I think that it being in this kind of match is a little bit, you know, it's, I think it's more to keep it safe, but again, this is where you got to give credit to Conrad in that dude, the card surrounding this shit is pretty fucking badass When you consider he's got every other major company outside of the WWE. Yeah. All on this card. Like, right. you've got the Impact World Champions in the co-main event. You've got the Motor City Machine Guns versus the fucking Wolves when the Wolves don't even tag team anymore. You've got, I mean, like literally yeah. from top yeah. to bottom. I Like I said, the card alone is enough for uh, me. To-
1: correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle, because I haven't looked at the card. But is this the one? This They got uh Josh Alexander and Jacob Fatu on this one, right? Is this yes. The- yes. 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 Yeah, dude, that's huge. That's, that's gonna huge. be a badass match, dude. That is huge, man. But like and it just like you said, it just goes with the Ric Flair thing. Everybody for anybody to say, Hey, this is Ric Flair's final match, this is it, we're done. I don't think there's gonna be any wrestler that's gonna be like, nah, I don't wanna be a part of that. I'm good. You know what I mean? Like
0: mm-hmm. it's a it's a dream to be involved with. And it. they said our, Conrad said on busted open today with our buddies Dave Lagreca and all them that there's a lot of ex WWE and AEW people that are all behind the scenes too. So yeah. I mean it's stacked in front of the camera and behind the camera. I got the yeah. whole crowd right. I got the whole card right here in front of me. So the main event is Ric Flair and Andrade versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. The co-main event is Impact World Championship match, Josh Alexander against Jacob Fatu. Then you've got the Impact Women's World Champion, Jordan Grace against Deanna Perazzo and Rachel Ellering. Then you've got a tag team match of Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson with Arn Anderson versus Kerry and past guest of this show, Ricky Morton of the Rock and Roll Express with Robert Gibson in their corner. You've got a tag team match between the Briscoes and the Von Ericks. Fucking A, that's going to be badass. Laredo Kid versus Taurus versus Ray Phoenix versus Bandito. Badass. The Motor City Machine Guns versus the Wolves. Badass. Uh, British Bulldog versus Killer Cross with Scarlet Bordeaux. Badass. You've got Clark Connors versus Ren Narita from Japan. Badass. This card is going to be badass if you didn't get it. And it's only it's what good. thirty bucks, thirty five bucks, thirty five bucks for take, all that shit. Take my money.
1: Take my money,
2: dude.
0: for a, For a one night what? match card, dude, that's pretty what fucking badass.
2: Who's the promotion that's putting it on?
0: It's Starcast. Uh, like it's Conrad and all promotion, Right, Jim Crockett. Yeah, market. they're playing it yeah. like it's Jim Crockett, but yeah, it's Starcast.
1: Yeah. Old school, um, way to go back in the day, dude. Six oh five start time. And
0: it should be noted. Let's not forget. Like they were originally supposed to do this at the Nashville County Fairgrounds, and it sold out so quick that they moved it into the Mid Mid Hudson uh, Civic Center, and have already almost sold out a ten thousand seater arena for this shit. It's
1: the Ric Flair effect, man. That's the end. So call it
0: what you want. Ric Flair still puts asses in seats. I'm just saying.
1: Ric Flair still puts asses in seats. I really hope this is it, man. Because, like, I mean, like you said, you brought up <laughs> How can it right not there. be after this, though? You brought, How you can brought it not up be a after Great this, point, though. Yeah. Like, a lot of wrestlers don't know when their last match is. So, the fact that he can, and, and if anybody deserves it in the business, it's Ric Flair. It, it, he's Agreed. Well on he's his high a... horse, dude. Do it the way you want to do it. Hopefully, it's a decent match. Let's not expect Dude, too much. and
0: they announced today, Jeez. fuck, that's not even counting. They don't even have that on there. They got the bunk. They announced today they're going to do a bunkhouse battle royal. Bubba Dudley is going to be in it. Nice. Like, I mean, dude, like if you want to talk about a stack card that's not WWE, that's not AEW, I mean, son of a bitch, to have and that tonight, many people from that many different places. Slam. Yes, and that's the, the other shit. smart part about it. Normally, you know, with what we've seen recently with SummerSlam uh with Money in the Bank going head to head with the UFC, SummerSlam is going to be going head to head with the UFC again, and then they're going to have Sunday all to themselves. Smart, hey, hey. smart move. I'm just saying, I bet you money money. that that's. I mean, look, dude, that card is worth me getting the money on that one because that just those matches are badass. Plus, you don't even know who's all going to be in that battle. I hope that they have like because,
1: Kyle, you already know I'm an old school dude. I hope they have like the old school like Jim Crockett promotion set. Oh, you big? know yeah. they're gonna have something I, I like hope, that. I'm, I'm hoping, David I Crockett's even, gonna be there. I even hope that it, I would go as far as making the uh, the the quality of the cameras all like grainy and shit, like it was back in the day. I would love to see some shit like that, dude. Maybe for like a segment or something. Like, take me back in time, please. I'm just, just saying this
0: money. is this is worth me spending my 35 bucks on. I definitely probably am gonna watch this. Hell, I'm I want to watch, dude. They did a good job of making me want to see Death Before Dishonor. Death Before Dishonor is going down this weekend. Uh, What are your thoughts about that, J-Bone? What do you think about Ring of Honor getting another crack at pay-per-view here? You know, Tony Khan has said that he wants uh, Ring of Honor to be its own full brand and everything like that. And we found out today that even after all the news of Warner Brothers not wanting the Briscoes and all that stuff, Tony Khan has come out and said not only are they under contract, they're under a long-term contract with Ring of Honor, which explains why they dropped the titles and Impact uh i don't know man i am still very interested to see what what comes out of this with ring of honor and for the card that we're getting that's gonna be badass too Mm
1: -hmm. yeah hey like like we said before man ring of honor was one of those companies that just like you'd love to see them stick around and it was very we were questioning what was going to happen remember so the fact that they got their own pay-per-view it could lead into better things right this could be just the first of many
0: like we never know what's going to happen.
1: We can see well, a ring of. I mean, ring we've already kind of very, seen that start
0: to unfold. Great. Like past guests of the show, Khan. You know, now he's li- aligned with uh, uh, Tully Blanchard mm-hmm. and his new group. I mean,
2: I'm very curious you got... what this what they end up doing with it. I know, to your point, Kyle. They say they want to run it as their as its own like independent brand and stuff like that. But like I say. I feel like the best thing you could do is align with, you know, you fact, the fact that you made the purchase, you bought the whole, you know, past library and everything, not just the namesake. You've like literally bought the company and everything that it was about and everything prior to. And I feel like to just let them go as a butterfly again, hoping that they're going to succeed this time would not be the route to go. I feel like you've already done such a great job building up AEW building up this weekly you know just true hype where like people are excited to watch every you know all their events that they put on and stuff they they're i feel like they've done such a great direction with AEW. i feel like the best thing you could do for Ring of Honor would be to tie together in some form or
0: fashion. Whether well, of course they're going to always pumping. be tied together with the same ownership. I think in reference to what you're saying, I mean, okay, so. Well, how, you, how
2: I, why I interpreted it that way is because how you said it and how I've heard him say it in interviews and stuff, I've watched uh, him and Robbie Barstool, I think they brought it up on there, and he was saying basically like, yeah, we, we want it to be its own thing, essentially, and not, you know, it's not going to be. Under I think I think what he's saying when he like, means
0: own thing, though, is I think what he's saying is he wants it to be like the equivalent to like how WWE has like Raw and SmackDown. I think he just wants okay. it to be a separate brand away from AEW, meaning that it's not because then that leaves the door open for the guys from Ring of Honor. You could almost use Ring of Honor. Is like what NXT used to be for WWE and then move guys guys and girls over from Ring of Honor and back and forth. Plus, you've also created Ring of Honor as its own separate entity. So I mean they can feud back and forth with the AEW guys. I mean that opens that opens yes. a lot more doors. And I think mm-hmm. with the if they're if this is any like precursor to what they're trying to do and the fact that now the Briscoes are back there after all the stuff that they were saying with Warner Brothers and all that. Mm-hmm. I I think we're going to have to see a couple more shows to see what the right. what what that's going to look like but I think I think Ring of Honor being around and being around as a second brand is definitely a great thing. But shit that initial card dude is stacked though. You got what the
1: FTR versus the Briscoes that's two out of 3 falls, right? That's the one they're just promoting the other day. Um So a, so uh, and then you got Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe versus Jay Lethal's on there.
0: Uh Wheeler Yuta versus Daniel Garcia, that's on there. That's Willow Nightingale versus Detroit's own pinkies up AK. I am definitely down with that. You've got the righteous versus Dalton castle and the boys for the six man championships. You've got Mercedes Martinez versus Serena Deeb for the ROH women's championship. Banger FTR versus the Briscoes in a two out of three fouls match for the ring of honor title. Banger Samoa Joe versus Jay lethal for the ring of honor television title. Banger Jonathan Gresham versus Claudio Castanoli. Banger. It's going to (laughs) be, I'm just saying that card's it's gonna stacked, be bad. It's stacked, it's fucking highly stacked. Mm-hmm. So that show is gonna be badass. I love the fact that Claudio Castanoli is in the back, in the is in the main event for this, especially with his history with Ring of Honor and Jonathan Gresham being like the new blood and the quote unquote foundation of Ring of Honor. I think I think, and now let's not forget he's with Tully Blanchard now, too. So you gotta think you're gonna have Khan and all of them. In the back is corner too, man. I, I don't know. I think this is gonna be badass. Uh,
1: I hope they, uh, I hope they do some callbacks and bring some people in for that show though. Guys that we haven't seen in a while, you know what I mean. So just, just mm-hmm. to kind of call back the Ring of Honor, you know what I mean? Pco guys like that. Like I, I, I hope that those guys somehow can get involved in that speaking of
0: pco i mean we're gonna see him here in about another week at iwr because he's coming here to fight our buddy the uh dread king logan uh but the i what about the match that he's got him and bubba dudley versus Onita and leatherface in a fucking death match (laughs) god man look out right Hey, but hey. Somebody's going to get what? fucked up in that. And that's I just hope of, that's one, he one hell of a partner, partner smoke to have, his though. head off. That's I just one one hope he doesn't smoke his head is all I'm saying. Yeah, right? One hell of a partner to
1: have, though. Bubba Dudley on a ooh. Uh Yeah. Hey, you want to take anybody to a fight, you take a
0: Dudley. Everybody knows that. Look, dude. Onita. <laughs> look. If Highway to Hell is playing and he's walking to the ring, it's a bad oh, time. Boy. But uh, like I said. It's uh that's gonna get gnarly. They we're gonna uh, see if they really can call Bubba the deathmatch god uh after that. Um, yeah, man, I'm really looking forward to Ring of Honor, uh, Death Before Dishonor as well. So uh, much
1: wrestling coming up. I didn't even like fathom all that until we just talked about and it.
0: And then next week we've got SummerSlam, which you know, if everything goes well, we'll be joined by some of our friends across the pond. You know, Sophia V will be joining us to make some picks for uh SummerSlam and all those good things, and yeah, there's a lot to talk about. So make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't already done so. We'll make some picks for SummerSlam uh, once it gets a little bit closer. But uh, yeah, man, that's not all we've got to talk about on the wrestling end because you've got – you also had AEW Dynamite uh, – was that night two or night night three of Fighter Fest uh, was last friend. night? Night two. I think it was night three because you had uh because dynamite and rampage I can't, and then I can't rampage keep up is anymore. Favorite. Yeah, because, either way, we're talking about AEW Fighter Fest. If you guys are joining, thanks for joining the stream. What did you guys think of AEW Fighter Fest? Did you like the barbed wire match? Did you think that it was too much? Do you think that they rushed the match? That's one of the biggest things that I want to talk about. How in the hell did we get that main event in the ring? And there was only 15 minutes left of TV time. That's what yeah. I want to know. Like it's a barbed wire match. Just saying. Yeah. um. But let's start from the top. I got two <laughs> falls, one for the love and one for the no. Hey, man, I'm just saying, Kevin Gates knocked the fuck out of Tony niece last night. What were your thoughts on seeing Kevin Gates hey, uh, on AEW? Do you have a favorite Kevin Gates song? Are you a fan of uh, Mr. Two Phones himself?
1: You know what, man? I can't. I can't say the name on the show. I mean, it is knockouts and three counts after. We won't go into that. You know me. I'm a hip hop guy, but Kevin Gay, dude, the guy is jacked now. Like, I don't think I've seen him in a while, like on TV or videos or anything. Dude looks great. But I mean, I still don't understand what he was exactly doing there because I didn't catch like the whole story behind all that. But uh, hey, what a right
0: hand, though, huh? I still (laughs) feel like Mark Sterling should have got knocked the fuck out. That's what
1: I. I, Yeah, I'd rather see Mark Sterling take it, but hey cool man it's cool that aew brings in shit like that though because that's how you get that's how you gain more interest right now you got people the hip-hop fans that are like oh kevin gates done wrestling let's go check this out and with that good right bam taking dudes
2: out i liked it man cool shit
0: it's them two phones bro what can i say
2: i feel like the i don't know man it wasn't the worst celebrity appearance that's for sure he he made it the hit at least look like, believable and stuff like that so yeah. i didn't props there but uh i don't know man like you say unless i didn't you know see the whole event and everything like that so i don't know if there was some type of lead up or something like that but it seemed like he basically just walked up to him in the crowd started talking shit and then all oh of a sudden he walked through and punched him and you yeah. know that that is entertaining to your point as it may be and get a bunch of clicks and views and stuff. I think in the long run it's like, you know. Wouldn't security what, step what are we in? Wouldn't this? Wouldn't <laughs> hey, didn't security open the gates? They open the gates! They the gates for you know Kevin Gates to come
1: in, bro. This wrestler's talking you know shit saying? to you? Hey, why don't yeah. you go ahead and go take care of your business, bro? Hey,
0: come on, man. Here what you go, know, big dog. Not, go blow shit up. Exactly,
1: yeah. You know? <laughs> take care of
0: your business, man. Hey, man, I'm just saying. I wish I had carte blanche like that in some places. But uh, all right. We also had to return a Jungle Boy. You know, it looked like Christian and Luchasaurus were about to beat the brakes off of Jungle Boy. But Luchasaurus moved out the way. So do you think that they kind of rushed Jungle Boy coming back too quick? How, what do you see happening out of this? Do you think they should have drug it out for a couple more weeks?
1: Man, look. Like, this has been the one. Okay, so this is one of the better storylines, if you ask me. We, Kyle, we were talking about this when we went to uh, Blood and Guts. Luchasaurus has a heel. The darker Luchasaurus is so good. I was so into that with Christian, man. And it, Jungle Boy, Just he just stayed away. Just keep him away. Because, I mean, you've seen the pop when he came back. When he came out, the crowd went crazy for him. So the longer that would have went, the longer that would have went, the better it would have been. Like you said, I feel like it, it's so rushed, man. Like, But I also think... We may be getting the old work again. I think Luchasaurus Mm -hmm. and Christian are going to pull the old double cross on Jungle Boy. Cause that that's too good to just like be, it's not over. You know what I mean? It's too good.
0: I agree. I mean, it gives too much of an edge.
1: You got to get Jungle Boy Boy and Luchasaurus before Christian gets to the big boss or before Jungle Boy gets to the big boss. Right. Which would be Christian. It's, it's, it's too good of a story to, to end it now, but that you could have did that exact same thing four months from now, five months from now, and I'd have been like, hell yeah, dude, that was dope. It just was rushed, that's all.
0: I kind of thought so, too. That kind of seemed to be like one of the themes of the night. All right, let's talk about, let's talk about, we talked about what we were thinking on this return. What are you thinking about Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho? Did the barbed wire match, barbed wire everywhere match lead up to the hype? I don't
1: think so, dude. I was looking forward to it. It just didn't have enough time. That's just that. And that's just all it is. Everything else in the match was great. I was going to say, because it wasn't because it was bad. No, the violence was good. It was believable. Kingston and Jericho put on a great show. Jericho took that nasty chair cut right to the nose, which was gnarly, dude. Was Except perfect. for the
0: dumbass camera guy that was like, fucking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, hey. It just got rushed. That's all it was, man. You could have, you could have put that, uh, you know, at the last hour of the show, and it'd have been great. We'd probably be singing high praise for it.
0: But I, I mean, like especially after out. the way you just did blood and guts, and you gave that yeah. an hour, I would have thought that that would at least got like thirty minutes or so. Yeah. But with great that match. being said, oh rushed. yeah, and that, well, and there was other little things too that I think kind of were like oversights too. Like, okay, so take, Ty Conti runs out and takes out Ruby Soho. Okay. How come they're showing on camera that she can't get the lock open?
2: Yeah, and then even
0: and even worse, how the fuck do they all fit through the damn bars? Except except through the fucking bars, then how the hell Jake Hager
1: Jake Hager and Matt Menard couldn't get through the bars, so they had to wait for they said they they was too fat. I thought that was great. That was funny shit right there.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I think that was the, I mean, not again, not that I thought it was bad by any means, but I think not that I thought it was bad by any means, but I definitely thought it needed a little bit more time. Um, last but not least, you know, like I mentioned, you know, if you guys haven't already done so make sure you go back and check it out, you know, circle six is going down there. Um, Like I said, I am very much looking forward to this. If you guys are in the building, make sure you come say what's up. We will be in the building. Uh, I hear Darren McCarty is going to be in the building. Uh, It's going to be a banger. So, J-Bone, do you got the card there in front of you?
1: I can pull it up for you real quick.
0: You can count on me. I do know know
1: the sad news with Brody Brody King not going to be there. That's uh, very sad news for me. I was looking forward to seeing him there.
0: Yeah. I, uh, Circle Six, I mean, they've got, they've got a hell of a lineup of people coming through there. Uh, you know, our guys, Midwest Scum, the Dread King Logan, and them are going to be on there. You've got past guests of this show, Masada, teaming up with fucking Schlack. The Faces of Death are going to be, uh, in the building in this bitch. Uh, that's going to be gnarly. I'm a little bit bummed for sure with Brody King. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Atticus Kogar as well. Um, I don't know man, obviously now that Brody's out, what are uh what are some of the things you're looking forward to on this card, bro? I mean,
1: like like I really want to see homicide. That's that's my next guy. That's 187. in the 7 so, I've never seen him live, dude, so I'm looking forward to that, but hey. That who else we
0: got um you said uh, Zicky Dice. Zicky Dice is going to be there midwest. Zicky Dice is going to be on. in there with Cody Lane. We're definitely going to have to link up with Zicky Dice. <laughs> Hopefully we can bring Zicky Dice back to the show. Uh, Zicky dice is going to get out on the card too, right? Yes. The impact world champion that that we were just talking about. That's going to be on Ric Flair's last match. will be here in Detroit for circle six. Just saying, dude, it's going to be, uh, going to be a banger of a fucking card. I, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I enjoyed our chat with, uh, Mike from circle six. It was nice to kind of get to know a little bit more about the promotion and where they're coming from. Uh, if you guys are in the area, the f- show's going down tomorrow with the jam handy. Like I said, I will be there. J Bone will be there. Uh it's looking like it's gonna be it's looking like it's gonna be a good weekend. And then next weekend, I just gotta try to survive uh the birthday party I gotta go to. But uh that's a story for <laughs> that's another story for another time. Oh, uh I'm, but I'm, like I said, I'm, man, I'm, it's go ahead.
2: Uh, I know us on the uh, MMA side. We got a busy weekend ahead of us. I wanted to get to that real quick, you know, before we say our closing notes. For anybody who is the uh, hardcore like myself and would like to actually try to keep up with all this shit this weekend, we we start <laughs> Friday morning. We got one FC with uh, the usual one FC festivities. A little bit of I have not getting up at the ass crack
1: dawn. Sorry. What time is I'll that be,
2: one? It's Official start time, 8.30. Yeah. Which means the prelims start at probably like 5. So I'll have Yikes. something to watch once I do wake up because, like, luckily enough, they're usually on YouTube. So that being said, I start my lovely Friday morning while laid up in the house watching 1FC. Uh, and then later on we have uh, Bellator fighting as well this weekend we got douglas and in the lo and behold they didn't week.
0: say shit about it no nope, yeah.
2: not a single thing that's why they I need was, guys
0: like us to promote yeah, this come on I would, or like I would, our guy chris connor who just had deanna bennett on his show but
2: yeah it's it's the amazing world of bellator somehow they still keep things going because of showtime but no one knows that it's showtime that's just a great thing they have going on there but Bellator this weekend. Also, I wanted to say a huge shout out to upcoming promotion, uh, XMMA. They've actually done a real solid job of every one of their events putting on solid cards, man,
0: like worthwhile. Well, oh yeah, for sure. I mean Bobby was supposed and, to fight for them before he blew his knee out.
2: Yeah, I mean they've done a really good job of scouting top tier talent, whether they're just let go of the UFC or just let go of Bellator or PFL or whatever the case or just on their springboard back into these promotions. I mean, they've done an amazing job. Of, they're, they're really becoming like, I, I think this is X MMA five or some shit. And they, every single event, man, they've done a really good job of just consistently building up their level of talent that they brought in for the card. So I just wanted to make sure that I shouted them out on the, uh, on the fights, same thing. They're usually on YouTube, man. So like no paid thing no you no make a account on this sketchy website or something like that it's literally (laughs) just click on their youtube video and give them a view the way i like it
0: yeah Yeah, like i say man they they're definitely doing good uh we'll have to see what happens i like luis pena violent bob ross but i think it's going to take him a lot to get back towards the ufc but it's going to be a good fight uh like he said there's a lot of good stuff to be on there like i said make sure you are checking us out this tuesday and uh hey you know i just throw this out there for a little teaser you know a little birdie told me that there might be a new five finger death punch album coming soon so you might want to stay tuned if you happen to be a fan of the rock music because You never know who might be the fourth person in that box real soon. So uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit that like button. And uh, I better get moving before this ice cream has its win. So until next time, peace. (laughs) Fuck your couch.